being Sierra Leonean during a global health emergency, a pandemic, is means living in a state of constant fear and panic. It's triggering. <laughs> For those people who've already experienced lots of cases and they've seen how this virus has really destroyed modern life and everything that they know and it's changed and happened so fast. Um, for us as Sierra Leoneans, this is something we know too well. And so, even though the case hasn't, we have no cases of COVID-19, we are terrified. I am terrified because we know what happens here when we are in crisis, whether it's a civil war, public health crisis, a natural disaster. All of us have experienced the shocks, both personally in our communities and in the country as a whole. We know the devastation. It's not some story that you're told about something that happened long time ago. It's something that you've lived. It's something that your community has lived. And it's something that you have had to overcome. We are definitely in a place where we can't afford to be complacent. We can't afford to be lax. We can't afford to... We just can't afford what the world can um, or what the world could um, a couple months ago. Um, we could not pretend that there wasn't something happening. What a lot of people don't know is that Sierra Leone set up quarantine um, as far back as January. At the time, it was just for um, people coming back from China. Um, and this was, again, because we know that it's a high-stakes game and there are no winners. I have been trying to think about well, what message do we want to put out in the world? What can we show? What can we say? And it's hard because it feels like we have a burden. You know, as a country, we have this burden to prove that we are just not this major mess or fuck up. Right, like this place that things just happen that every couple of years something godforsaken happens, and and so it's like we're really, really praying and hoping it doesn't come here. So for once, we can say, "See, we didn't fuck that up. Um, we 
We are here. We didn't get corona. See? We are not a mess. Um, but that's such a heavy burden to bear. <laughs> it's such a weight. It means that already we acknowledge that we're, we're not equal. Um, that we are less. That if you constantly feel like you have to prove yourself, you have to show yourself. Um, it's a burden. It's a heavy load. But we still pray that we get no cases of coronavirus because a huge part of it is also about our individual and collective mental states, our mental well-being. How much more can we take as individuals and as as a nation it takes its toll I think um, on nation building if every couple years something comes and decimates uh, your life as you know it the natural order of things and you gotta then adjust for another shock and adjust for another shock we don't know normalcy <laughs> we don't know tranquility and we need to um, which is why the measures that have been put in place so far for us are not extreme it's raining. they're not extreme this is how you act when you've been when you know when you're triggered right this is our actions are not extreme this is the actions of a country and a people who know what the costs are because the costs are lives, always lives when you don't prepare and when you don't take, when you don't take, when you see it coming and you don't plan for it, when you see it coming and you don't take those early measures, when it comes to a public health emergency of this size, they're really is no measure that's too extreme as long as you're not violating um, the rights of people but the human rights you know what I mean like but the most important thing is that you act um, because when you allow a crisis like this to explode there is a heavy price to pay. We don't have the capacity to import thousands and thousands of face masks. We don't have the finances to order tons and tons of tests. We don't have the hospital beds. We don't have the hospitals. We don't even have the electricity to power the hospitals. We don't have the running water. We don't have state-of-the-art medical facilities. We don't have uh, best-in-class and top medical professionals who are published, who are this, who are that, who are the best of everything. We do not have any of these things. The only thing that we have is preparation. The only thing that we have is the things that 
in a way make coronavirus something that we could beat, right? We have a robust decentralized public health um, system staffed by people, not technology, who can take motorbikes and go to villages and go to communities to do contact tracing, to share public health information. We have people who already have experienced the worst at the front lines with Ebola now activated to do the same for COVID-19. But as as a country and as a nation, we are in a state of panic um, and every day we go to sleep and wake up we're praying to God please pass over us um, because we just don't have any more we don't know if we have any more any more to give um, and we need a win. And in this case, a win would be staying at zero. Um, yeah.